0: Hello. 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 How's it going?
1: It's going okay. How are you? How's your Saturday? So far so
0: good. Slept in. Got a haircut. Got some coffee. So doing all right. Good How to about go. I uh, did not sleep in but got my hair coiffed. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> my hair coiffed. <laughs> <Yeah>, really <laughs> really super wavy and I'm like I every once in a while I need some sort of pick me up to make me feel like oh I'm not just sitting in um leggings and workout gear day in and day out and, and looking more I, I like <laughs> I'm gonna be 37 next week, and I just keep saying to myself, like, you need to really stop dressing like you're still in college. <laughs> Only like, if you don't want to. I mean, that's up to you, right? Yeah, but I kind of want to stop. Um, I want to stop dressing like I'm still in college. I want to feel slightly like okay. an adult, like a polished, okay, looking, okay, adult, okay. Um, the the best I can the best I'm currently able to do is getting my hair done I used to wear makeup and stuff like that I just have um not a lackadaisical attitude I think it's because it's like my day starts with working out my day is like very physically active because I'm like get it get it in get your time in so you can feel better about you know sitting at your desk for 90% of the day and then as soon as I'm home Mm -hmm. I get up at 5 30 to go to the gym um, Monday through Friday and sometimes on Saturdays and then I go straight into working because as soon as I get home or at least as soon as I'm in traffic coming back from the gym uh, I'm already getting pinged it's never like it's from one thing to next so yeah do you like wearing makeup like when it's done well when I can do it properly. Okay. <laughs> and I mean that because there are some days I'm like oh I did not do this correctly and I <laughs> I am that type of person that if I'm gonna put on makeup I have to give myself I really have to give myself a lot of time I can't um well, since the pandemic, I I can't like master just like real light makeup without <laughs> time management attached to it, because um, I I tend to I'm very pale, but not just pale. It's more of just like my um, my makeup skills are something to be desired. <laughs> Same. Um, Mine are probably worse than yours, so I just don't wear it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in the mix of like, it's so light that you can't tell I'm wearing any, and so much that I look like a drag queen. It's like there needs to be something here, and I have not mastered that even at 37 years of life, and like having to do performance makeup. You still have to do performance makeup for dance and things like that, and and that's meant to be super mm-hmm. overt and super over mm-hmm. the top so they can see you on stage but um mm-hmm. <laughs> real life is they'll not- do that in real life right <laughs> not long trying long to make a certain statement
1: right <laughs> yeah the
0: night is a really dark room <laughs> as in like it's it toned down but the moment you go out into the lights like whoa <laughs> um so yes uh there's there is this theme right now going on which kind of is also why i'm like trying to grasp the money portion of mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. there's just this theme of reclaiming my own per, my own personal sense of self from style to money to to Absolutely. physical appearance um because well one uh, the the health implications of also, you know when the pandemic hit, I went I went from being actually in a on a on track of being really super healthy because I was still in the office and I was meal prepping and doing all those things to try to keep my health in check, and we were doing a really good job. But the moment the pandemic hit, it wasn't that anything changed, but my stress response on my body just um, Mm -hmm. really like lost it it was um I talked to my therapist a lot about this of like I know all of us went through a huge amount of trauma when it first started but I never expected that physically Mm -hmm. uh the trauma would manifest itself so fast I didn't it didn't even take that long it took like two and a half months into the pandemic and I started seeing like real heavy upticks in health problems, inflammation, waking, um, pain, all those things. I'm just like, where is this coming from? We're at home. I still have a job. Like, why is this so what's happening to me? And, and obviously we didn't have the diagnosis of the, at the time of what I have now. Like I didn't know that I have had this disease of the connective tissue. I didn't know that part of its response to stress is real heavy duty inflammation and pain. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I didn't know what was going on, but since coming out of the lockdown period Mm -hmm. and changing jobs and being not a contractor anymore, it's just been this desire, this constant like not scrambling because i can't make this go any faster but just more of like this anxious this anxious need to get back to feeling like a person and not just a just like a just this body and soul floating around not really having any identity to it and Mm -hmm. that's kind of where that's what we're dealing with that's what i've been dealing with a lot. Is
1: um, is that what you would
0: like to focus on today? Yeah, I think that's probably a good place to start. I did, I will say that I did accomplish. We opened I did open up the high yield savings account. Yeah. We went in there. I have not opened Yay. up a CD yet, but we at least started there. We got one. Yeah. So
1: perfect. Um, what did you
0: decide to go with? What bank I or I did whatever? decide to go with SoFi, but I, I as a contingency plan of like, okay, I'm going to transfer my my paycheck in there. Okay. but uh, it's the it will go in there so that I can leave the payments for that account in there. But then as soon as the the money posts, it's gonna go back into my actual checking account for the remainder so that the bills okay. don't come out of there because um, I don't wanna use that account for the bills, but at least like if it shows that I have a direct deposit, um, I can get a 2% okay. uh, APY. Okay, is All not right. bad. so absolutely. That's, that's where we're that's where we're starting. um okay, and very I'm glad good. I definitely since we're on the topic of the money thing, I definitely saw something that was very helpful this month so far. I know the month isn't over yet, but there's a there's a lot of good progress happening. So I mm-hmm. took uh money off the top of what I originally took out of the pension fund. Uh, to pay off, pay off in full, all my credit cards. And I definitely saw this month a down to complete downtick in use. Nice. Like almost no use because I didn't need nice. to. Um, there's, there's some balances on there, but there are the reoccurring balances and medical expenses that go on there that have money set aside. And nice. it was just nice to be like, it's nice to almost be at the end of the month. I still have a thousand dollars in my bank account. So that that's is awesome. Mine. And and pretty much all of my bills are paid the next awesome. uh, weeks worth of bills are really small. So nice. it's a nice feeling, but that's, that's also the awesome. way it's like, that's, that's, a, that's always been the hard thing of like, I know full well, if I don't use the credit cards, I don't, I don't spend as much in a month. I actually hang on to a lot more money because I don't, it's not like thousands of dollars leaving my bank account every month, um, which tends to happen when you're trying to pay things off immediately. Right. Right. Yeah. So it was awesome though. So good progress there. That's, that's great. That's
1: worth celebrating. That's awesome. Yeah. Major downtick. That's, that's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: So So we got the savings account open, got the higher APYs. That was one of the things on the list. The CD is somewhere down the road whenever it's a good circle back to that. Um, Were you able to take a look at different
0: foreign countries to move to? (laughs) Uh, Not yet. Okay. So uh, that's on, actually, it's on a little digital post-it on my computer screen behind this uh, call right now. So that's the next thing to at least start looking okay um the other thing that is kind of also on the agenda so of next phase is so one uh, that will always that will be an ongoing process because that's going to take me a while because i have to really i have to look through that and take notes on what's what's required what are the ups and downs, what the cost of um, health? Uh, you mm-hmm. usually have to when you're nauseist and you have to submit a a financial stipend of here's how you pay for your health insurance. you pay into the taxes of that country and this is how you get your universal health care, that kind of stuff. like what's needed to, to get health care you live there. Right. Uh, so that's that's ongoing um that'll be ongoing the second thing on that list is uh still have to break up with the boyfriend which is becoming hey. its own that's kind of also like what's going back with the identity issue of gotcha. we talked about it before of mm-hmm. in in some not in so many words but my relationship is very stagnant boring Mm
1: -hmm. whatever
0: long laundry list of things but I am still I'm still struggling with the fact of I know what I have to do Mm -hmm. I know what I have to do but it just it makes me so frustrated that he can't he can't even seem to pick up on the fact that that like something's wrong and i'm like and this goes back to ident needing to reestablish identity <laughs> excuse me um re identity to kind of i guess almost like ground me in this out of the people-pleasing mode
1: mm-hmm. so gotcha
0: Because the most concrete example of me feeling like myself is when I coach people. Mm -hmm. Um, I put, because, and I, I don't know why that specifically, maybe it's because it's, I encourage transparency and authenticity and I'm trying to help people become that. So it's like, that is me being as authentic as possible. Hence why I'm open to making changes. Right. Okay. But um not a but, but more of a this whole thing of I've spent I had to take a look at it because it it is making me it's definitely making me very depressed this week. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really depressed this week. Um, it's also probably because it, I mean the depression is also because I'm going through really raging, horrible hormonal imbalance from medication that I was put on that is uh, done too well. So I'm a little, I'm a little all over the place. Um, That's fine. It happens. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of roller coaster of emotions going on. But the drawback is is that I, I, I know what needs to be done. But I, every time I'm given the given the opportunity to pull the trigger, I don't want to, because it seems cruel. It's um. It's it's partial people pleasing. Partial of. I have this view of leaving someone when there's no concrete, um, there's no concrete abuse. There's no concrete, um, not concrete abuse, just abuse in general. It doesn't have to be concrete. Um, No, no evidence of malice or Mm -hmm. cruelty or any of those things. It's It's like you don't have a
1: good enough reason.
0: Yeah. And it's, the sa- my therapist said that it's like no you don't have to it's like you don't have to have a huge reason you don't have, to have a laundry list of reasons why you leave somebody yeah. but I've n- never I've only been in a situation like this one time one time and I told him it was somebody I was dating very casually. And I actually think it was more of a friends with benefits. It was actually more of a friends with benefits thing. And I said to him, because partially because I I have fertility issues and couldn't have children. And he was coming from a, a place of, he was kind of the forgotten child in his family. And he really wanted to like have a family and get married and do all those things. And I, and I broke up with him because I was like, you deserve better. You deserve to have all those things. And I can't give you one of the vital things that you are looking for. Mm-hmm. And so I broke up with him and I left him alone. I left him be and he got married and had twins. And I, I, still to this day, feel like that was the right thing to do. I gave him, I gave him an out didn't waste any more time with me. It wasn't that I didn't care about him. I actually cared about him a lot. I wanted him to be happy. And I just looked at the long-term of like, you are not going to be happy with me. And maybe you will, maybe you'll suffer through it, but I don't want somebody to do that. And Mm -hmm. uh, I keep looking that, that very scenario is keep what I'm running through my head. I'm like, do I have, if I weigh all the pros and cons, if he stays with me there really is it's sad to say this and i it's yes it's it sounds very self-defeating and and not very nice to talk about myself this way but i also think it's like staying with me does a couple things <clears throat> um you there's a lot of pros to staying with me for him but not for me. Pros for staying with me is that I've done everything to please him. I care about his daughters. I I care about um his health and well-being. I am a team player as in like I'm not just if you if you need help with things I will help. Um and I usually tend to be pretty calm and collected and go with the flow. And I'm up for adventure when it uh, when it um. It transpires, but what he does, what's, a con to being with me is that my family will never accept him, because my mother. One doesn't want me to marry somebody who's divorced. Two doesn't want me to marry somebody who has children, or uh, we're not even talking marriage. Actually, just be with anyone who meets that criteria. Um. And it shouldn't matter, but it matters because he already came from a marriage, a 13 year marriage where his in-laws sabotaged his relationship. And so there's a sense of like, if I'm making this argument of he's better off without me, That is that is like some concrete evidence there. It's like, I don't really want you to go through that amount of cruelty again. And as much as I can push back against my family, my family can be fucking ruthless. Uh, They do it to each other. They do it to their own siblings. And um, my parents are getting up there. And they're very set in their ways. And there really is away and now disassociating from my family is one thing but disassociating from my family due to a due to a guy or woman or anybody um it's it's a risk I've taken before and it does more harm than good and it's you and the sad part is it has blown up in my face before I've been in this situation where i vouched for someone heavily and gone against my family. And they made my life a living hell. And I was ostracized by my family, my extended family, everybody. And, and it was partially because the guy didn't deserve my time. But they didn't, they were more angry with me than the guy, because they're like, well, you can't fucking see it, so you're the idiot here. So I think about that, and I think about it's like, I can't, I can't give you peace. My family will always affect me in some way. I can distance myself from them, but I can't. Um, it's not in me to cut them out unless something really, really bad happens. My brother is one. Is a different story, but my parents. My parents are the tough ones. My mom especially. So I keep going back and forth with uh trying to build this case and try to reclaim my own identity in the process in the hopes that it will make me slightly stronger and more grounded to Say goodbye. Yeah, I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. So I have a question to that. Um,
1: do you feel like in this relationship that you've been your authentic
0: self? No. Um. Uh, well, hold on. Not entirely. Uh, I think about fifty percent of it. Yes, I am. So, like, I haven't been completely living a lie. No, but when it comes to asking for what I actually need. And pushing back on the lack of it, no, I have not been. Um, I've tried a few times.
1: I'm just curious then, how well does your boyfriend even know you then? If you've only been half yourself in the relationship.
0: Yeah, I don't think he knows me that well. I, I can actually say that with some evidence behind it. Because even something as simple of, you would think now... You've been in a long-term relationship, so you can weigh in on this if you like. Um, We've been together for almost three years. And here's somebody who wants to, who's been pushing to live together. Although I finally got him to put the brakes on it because we're having a hard time, but also because I really don't want to. And I think he's picking up on that part. But um, something as simple as like, if you want to live with somebody, And you spend as much time as you can with somebody where, you know, between work and and other responsibilities, but you still don't know what their health problems are called even when they talk about them or what they're Mm -hmm. allergic to food-wise, even though you go out to eat with them. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't think, if you don't think about the little stuff, like, Mm -hmm. does she like flowers? what does she um how does she you know what's her political affiliation Mm -hmm. what are you know i i give up information freely i do Mm -hmm. only to feel like he knows nothing yeah he's not paying Um, attention yeah he compartmentalizes it or doesn't absorb it there's a lot of mm-hmm. ill-absorption of things. Um, yeah. Yeah. I always feel like the, and when I've brought stuff up of like, hey, uh, you know I can't eat that, right? He's like, oh, I forgot. It's always, oh, I forgot. Yeah. And, and then he does it again. And again and again he's done done it um did you forget or did you not learn it yeah (laughs) like he's not absorbing it um Mm -hmm. it's also two of i am somebody who uh i really values the quality time part Mm -hmm. intimacy part all of those Mm -hmm. things the pda part he's Mm -hmm. still after three years very squeamish with that I did like now when someone's really squeamish with that I I never used to be like this but now I've suddenly gone out of my way to embarrass him because he's squeamish (sighs) about it it's that's me being petty I'm like I don't like it but I need it right now so you can fucking deal with it (laughs) um uh but it's um it it's things like doesn't realize that there are or hasn't picked up on after all this time that you know if i haven't seen you haven't slept over in a long time you should stay in the bed the morning we wake up when i've slept over stayed the night not get up at 5 a.m and go do all your stuff and leave me there leave me to wake up by myself. And he may say, and he says, it's like, oh, I want you to sleep. It's like, that's a nice gesture, but considering we don't get a lot of alone time, you staying in bed with me would have been a lot better than you giving me time to sleep in. Waking up alone hurts more. Um, it's things like that. It's, um, it's the it's the disregard it's also the disregard of hey you friends came into town and you went and hung out with them you didn't tell me didn't even invite me to meet you there and they're people I know it's not like uh, I'm not just invading it's like there are people I actually know yeah that I too would like to see yeah yeah that I too (laughs) would like to see and um that uh you could have like I can make myself available Mm -hmm. impromptu things and also yeah I'm I'm an afterthought still even now Mm -hmm. and the
1: thing I find interesting if I Mm -hmm. if I may Mm -hmm. go for it you're talking about I asked the question how authentic have you been in the relationship as it were Mm -hmm. Um, You said around 50%. Yeah. You want to really be grounded in your identity and kind of build more of that authenticity back. Yeah. But the reasons you listed for breaking up with him and the case of why you're trying to break up with him is you're comfortable with you being the bad guy or the problem in -hmm. order to facilitate the breakup, which is not authentic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you want to be authentic, but in order to break up, you're willing to be 0% authentic. I know
0: that's, and that's why this is so hard. It's I'm going against myself. That's what it is. It's like, I should just be able to say, I need more than just this. Mm -hmm. That's what, but, um, I could do it for somebody else. I could say Mm -hmm. that I could get in someone's face and I have. I've gone about uh, up against abusers, people who have like starting to do some real fucking harm, but they, I went up against them for some of my best friends. I'm not a saint, but it's like, I, if you, if you push me hard enough and I see you hurting people that I've known my whole life and I would do anything to protect, I will, I will go up and get in your face over it. I've been like that since I was a little kid. don't know where that comes from it's it's kind of the the weird that is probably more authentic that person because that's Mm -hmm. the person it's really weird that that's the person I want to be it's a much tougher version a kind it's like I need the two to merge I need this person over here the one that is kind, the one that, does, that knows what's right, does tries to do the right thing and thinks about people before she acts. But I also need the person who is in the leather jacket with the bat to come into the picture and they need to work together. <laughs> I need them to work together, not separately. I need to not have like an out-of-body experience when the woman in the leather jacket shows up.
1: Right, we're not saying I, Jekyll and Hyde,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's um, yeah um, because I need the woman in the leather jacket to show up and and work on my behalf, and not and not just the person who's like, no, 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 you can't like, you can't hurt mm-hmm. these people. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's. So, the authenticity part is that I've spent so much time, the difficult with my own difficulty with my own authenticity is that I've spent so much time compartmentalizing my personality to to save others at my own sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's. and And here I am again, of, I I have to make a decision about leaving somebody that I do love. That's hard. That's the hard part It's like, I actually do love this person. I love this person, but it doesn't, it's not, um, I don't know if you, do you know the therapist, Esther? What is her last name? There's a, uh, what's her name? A French therapist. She's done a lot of like TED talks on relationships and such. She's actually really kind of very, um Is she's very interesting. Caral, yeah. Is okay. Yeah, I think well, I
1: just Googled es- Esther Belgian psychotherapist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's okay. she has. I listen to her a lot trying to psych myself up for a real deal because what she talks about is you can have sex and you can have and you can say, I love you to somebody and feel nothing, mm-hmm. which is what I'm feeling now. It's like I care about them. But it's not mm-hmm. enough to just care. Um, because I cared about them before we got together. I've had I had a friendship that was very solid and grounded for a long time. and that's really in retrospect, where it should have stayed um but i i didn't i was like this is a good idea he's a good guy all those things but if you ask me in that moment to be authentic go back to that moment when he asked i should have said no Mm -hmm. i should have said we should just remain friends and that is as a terrible feeling of like wow why did it take me three years to come to that conclusion when I should have just said no mm-hmm. I should have said no I should have said look you're one of my favorite people but um because he is one of my favorite people we get along really well he made me laugh last night um calling himself Mr. Perfect of like you sound like a genie <laughs> did I get three wishes for this he's like real but he's also somebody like I call pain in the ass, <laughs> like really. But he is somebody I talk to kind of more on like a oh my god what the fuck, please don't be this stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, some and that's hard. I'm used to hating someone and having real emotional and sometimes physical scarring. That comes with being somebody that like pushes me to the the breaking point of like I have to break up with this person for my own safety Uh, so when it's having to break up with somebody who hasn't like physically psychologically abused you Mm -hmm. I it actually physically breaks my heart Mm -hmm. it breaks my heart I I my the the person that I mentioned before. I cried myself to sleep for a good like three months because I felt like I even though I did the right thing, I felt like I did some major harm. Like I was, um, like you're creating. I always get this thing in my head of uh, every person you hurt turns into another bad person that kind of continues that cycle of of, because they got there it's so weird it's like i I, i'm gonna be a feminist for a second here as i say this um it's really weird that uh men cisgender men are allowed to break up with us and break our hearts and and yet society says if you go crazy or if you get really angry and get really resentful and um towards men, after that, that you're the you're the crazy one, not the guy that did it to you. But if guys uh, get their heart broken and then they lose their mind and lose their way and become aggressive or um, not very like they lose their good guy attitude or nice guy attitude and become really the opposite of what they once were, they're like, oh, some girl must have broke their heart multiple times and. Uh, I guess, you know, the, these type of women create these kind of men, they turn good men bad. And I'm like, I know that's not true. I really know mm-hmm. that that's not true because everybody has to be responsible for themselves, but it is this thing of like, men are, you know, we are trained in society. Women are trained in society to believe that men are so fucking fragile. We can't hurt them. Don't, don't hurt them. They're too fragile for that. You, you're, you're creating a monster if you do that to them. And I know that that's what's like, that's, that is the, the thing that's going on in my head when I'm having to make these hard decisions. Like, am I going to fuck up someone's life and make them super jaded and angry and abusive by leaving them, taking somebody who didn't do anything wrong and just saying, this is not what I wanted. Yeah and then create. It. yeah
1: you're giving yourself a lot of power in that Even and taking it away from the other person
0: yeah yeah i know like, and that's why it's it's irrational this is irrational this is not a <laughs> right do you I'm really like, think that this person if you break
1: up with him will do that how do you I think he would respond if you did this
0: i don't know i i think he would be like I think he'd want to, why? Um, I don't know if he'd fight me on it, but I, I can't guarantee, because he's really resentful. I hear him really resentful towards his ex-wife. Um, grateful for their divorce, but resentful because of all the things he went through with her. But then again, he might not care, but he might. I don't know. I actually, uh, I think too, to some extent. I don't feel like I think I'm learning more about him in this last year than I learned in the very beginning, even in our friendship. And I'm not sure how he would explain it away, um, or how he will react. It might be nothing. Mm-hmm. He might just be like, "Okay," as an adult should be he might i if he's not hurt you know that makes me feel like an asshole just because it's like if he's not hurt it's like wow were you just like phoning it in this whole time um but if he's not hurt then it's no harm no foul but if he is hurt i don't know i think i'm always i think i'm always bracing myself for violence i don't know why i do know why I'm always, but I am, I'm always bracing myself for violence. I'm always bracing myself for um, people to come out swinging when I tell them the truth about what I really needed and why I'm leaving, why I'm not going to do this. I live in fear of um, of constant violent repercussions for my for me taking charge of my life. I don't, no one should have to live that way. And I don't know why I'm still this way, but I do feel that way. I'm constantly like, <laughs> all right, brace yourself. You could get hit today. You could get, um, what are they gonna do to you now for telling the truth? that's really fucking shitty oh my god as i'm saying this out loud i'm like wow that's you yikes this is a very authentic thing to say though
1: yeah that's
0: that's your truth right
1: we can work on it not being your truth right we can work on getting to a point where you don't feel that way anymore but that's where you're at right now
0: yeah um that is where i'm at right now it's been where i've it's where I've been for a while. Um, yeah, it's where I've been for a while. And you think I'd be more emotional about it, but I'm not. I think it's just very... Um, it's normal for you. Yeah, I don't want it to be normal for me. I know this world can be incredibly dangerous, and it has been. I think most women are experiencing that. It, We've all been experiencing it at some at some point at some level. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate that that is true. but uh, I know that living like that is also leads to like impulsiveness. Mm-hmm. my My first issues with money, actually <clears throat> started by paying um some uh an ex who was abusive sexually physically violent um uh to go away i was blackmailed into paying him to go away that was my first actual that was my first debt that i ever accrued was paying somebody to go away because uh he was um He did a lot of really horrible things to me. He was older than me at the time. I was in my 20s. And that that was the first time I ever got into debt. I had no debt until the day that I pulled out uh, half of my savings and wrote him a check and said, I never want to see you again. Please go away. Please go away. Uh, I never got that money back, ever. Was it worth it? Um, Yes. Yes and no. It it didn't, it's, you know, um, yes, in the sense that it didn't make him, it didn't make him go away. Sadly, what made him go away is uh, my mother showing up in a parking lot with me to hand back all the gifts and all the things that he gave me, which he was using for extortion, essentially, he was using that to basically say, I gave you this, I get what I want from you. Um, and if you push back, I, I the blackmail was if you leave me, I will call the cops and tell them that you robbed me and list all the things that I um that I that I gave you as things you took. And mind you, I was twenty three, and uh, so the only thing that made him go away was um, my mother. Standing outside of the car as i handed him back everything he ever gave to me, and uh, and then he harassed me via phone and text for two and a half months after that, until he finally went away. Two and a half months. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was ugly.
1: If you could go back and change anything about that experience, meaning of how you responded, would oh. you change anything? And if so, what would
0: you change? I, uh, I wouldn't have let it get that far. I wouldn't have let it get that far. I should have actually stopped seeing him after the first a sign of harassment we actually worked in the same office different departments and um he was harassing me at work calling me a slut we used to have to be very like formal business attire and i'd have to wear skirts and and you know things that were very professional and he would send me messages over the work um chat me a slut and a whore and telling me that everybody was looking at me and that uh, I and, I was and that wasn't
1: reported or did you report it
0: I wasn't able to report it because I was a temp at the time and I worked for a company that uh, did not did not really support its staff on that HR sexual harassment side of things um, I had less standing as a temporary employee than he did who was a permanent employee so he exploited that too that really and truly should have been the end right that day that should have been the end um should have and yeah i would have found a way to go to my union rep or gone to hr somebody somebody should know even my boss my supervisor actually should have known um So that is really where I wish I could have, what I could have done differently. Um, And he's still out there. So when you
1: say that response, I go back to thinking about what you said before, the not Jekyll and Hyde, right? Your Mm -hmm. badass fighter chick, right? With the bat come Mm -hmm. out swinging and your side of you that wants to be kind and thoughtful and Mm -hmm. being aware of other people. And those are both good things, yeah. and trying to bridge the gap between these two. And I feel like the side that would have been the badass chick swinging her bat would have been the person who went to HR and reported him. Yeah. Versus kind of what happened. Yeah. So the way we get these two to merge is by giving this one more opportunity to practice being like this one, but in smaller scale. Yeah. That type of courage, that type of strength to be able to defend yourself that way comes from practice. (laughs) And that doesn't mean constantly putting yourself in situations where you're in danger, not not by any means, but when things come up that challenge your authenticity to stand up for it rather than push it down. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like the the thing with the boyfriend is you're trying to ask this person over here to be at a level she's not at yet. Yeah. There have to be other things to build up to being able to defend your authenticity to that level.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, Um. it's of course in your court to decide how you want to deal with that. You know, Mm -hmm. is that something where you want to do it now? So, you're willing to sacrifice your authenticity to get the job done? or is that something where we're willing to give this one some more time and practice at being authentic before like to get her at that level where she could make that decision or somewhere in the middle something completely
0: different i think i'm willing to give her more time because i don't think it's it won't happen overnight i've spent I've spent two decades like this. I can't really, I can't just make her come out. She's like the only time that, that that other half, that more stand your ground, protect yourself person has come out is that same, with that same person was um, getting ready to go on a physical physical beating spree. And something inside me, I guess, uh, reacted and, um, I picked up a chair and just basically said, give me your best shot. I don't know where it came from. She, that never manifested again, actually. But, uh, that was an that was just though, I guess the last straw. So it's working towards not making it so that it gets to that last straw. So it's right. going right. to, I believe that takes time and I'm willing to give it more time. Okay. Um,
1: the work over here of doing this and leveling up is going to benefit you the rest of your life, whatever yeah. obstacles might be in the way. So this is the work. Yeah. No yeah. matter what endeavor you choose to take, right? The, the whole thing with the money goal is part of this. The whole thing with moving is part of this because you're setting your sights on this is who I want to be is up here, right? So everything we're doing helps with that. Mm-hmm. So, the next step is what do we do to help build this person to be more authentic, practicing the authenticity exercises almost yeah. in the gym kind of thing, yeah. so that we can address all of these things in tandem and still feel good about it at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, um I kind of don't have an answer because I don't like I know what it needs to be an end result, but I don't know how to get there. That's um, I don't know how to make her. I don't know how to bring her into the process of. The authentic self, bringing your yeah, authentic self. Like okay. what's like, what is a small, like a first step to trying? Cause I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm, um, words of affirmation don't make a lot of sense in my brain. I wish they did. I wish they sat, I wish they sat well. They just kind of come off of, as words. It's where it's it comes off as words for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Words of encouragement for other people. I read them to other people. Cause I, when I say them to other people, I mean it when I say, this is what I hope mm-hmm. for you. But when I read them to myself, I'm like, Oh, those are pretty. Mm-hmm. Very not for me. Yeah very disassociated with the purpose of what should be coming back to me as I read those out loud or say those out loud and I'm just like I don't yeah. um, I think yeah. there's gonna, there's gonna have to be a lot of work on the the disconnection the disassociation that I've developed of like I should well, be
1: yeah that disassociation comes from somewhere in your brain you've decided you committed to the belief that this doesn't apply to me For whatever reason. Yeah. So it's changing that belief so you can accept that. And so we'd have to dig deeper at tugging at that belief and challenging it Mm -hmm. and seeing if we can look at it differently. But if that's not effective for you right now, then we don't need to use that tool. But there are maybe other tools. And really, it's about getting in and questioning everything in your life, big and small, right? Mm -hmm. Like the makeup and the hair. right? Those are things that, do I feel like my authentic self with the way I dress? Mm -hmm. If the answer is no, then what can we do to change that, right? Do I feel like my authentic self with the way I, you know, put on makeup or don't put on makeup, right? Mm -hmm. If that needs to change, we tweak it. Do Mm -hmm. I like the clothes in my closet? Do I like the shoes I wear, you know? Do Mm -hmm. I like how my car looks, you know, maybe that's not the model, but I was thinking about this a little bit earlier of, am I the person who likes my car to be trashy or do I like my car to be clean? Yeah. And when I decide I like my car to be clean, but I'm letting it get kind of trashy, then something's off, right? I'm not being authentic. Something's going on. Let's get back on track. So a lot of that is just really questioning and looking at everything in my life. Is this right or not right? Does this feel good or does this feel off? Mm -hmm. and then making that decision of being clear about it
0: okay yeah no that's true so it's yeah it's um i mean on the on the physical side of things like what we start out with which you know appearance and such um my appearance this is more authentic because Mm -hmm. this is how i this is authentic and how i want to feel Mm -hmm. the person that i walk around as on a day-to-day is the person that is hiding Mm -hmm. from head to toe uh and it's not just about color or or type of stuff it's just a in invisibility Mm -hmm. my invisibility cloak is a hoodie yoga Mm -hmm. pants and uh and tattoos. That's mine. Does that, does that feel authentic?
1: Is that um, really the person you want to represent or present yourself as out in public or just back up, not even out in public, just period?
0: No, it doesn't. It's um, what I have, uh, what I have used as a coping mechanism for not liking not liking how I look because of what's going on with my health and also um going back to like this this thing of always expecting violence like I have I use it as a like if you can't see me you can't Mm -hmm. do anything to me Mm -hmm. if I don't stand out I'm safe if I don't stand out like you won't um it's easier to be on a, be a fly on the wall in the sense of like, no one is, no one's coming to get me. If you can't find me.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what would your authentic self wear?
0: What does that person wear? Um, definitely a pair of jeans for sure. I'm not super, I'm like, it's a mix of being put together and polished something like what am I seeing in my head I, the the look I used to go for when I wasn't hiding so much was very much this very curated jeans and uh, tailored jackets and occasionally heels a lot of time boots I always was dressed in things that made me look polished and tall and had somewhat of a presence but uh, formidable is the word that always came forth. so it was always leather or black or something that was like very but very structured not loose fit not loose fitting clothes um not really dresses i'd wear dresses with um this is not what really came out. I'm like, if I can't run in it, I'm not gonna wear mm. it. <laughs> it, is, it is, it is that feeling of like, if I can't run in this. I don't want to wear it. Um, You can't. I can't run in heels to save my life either. But like, there's just something there's about something pokey on the bottom of them, though. You could
1: jam in someone's eye. Yeah, that's true. Right.
0: That is true. No, I, I definitely think there are many weapons. That. Yeah, it's like. I did once threaten someone with my high heel, somebody who is uh okay. really stab drunk. your ankle. Boom. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I will shove this so far up your nether regions. You won't be able to find it. I did say that to somebody. I was totally sober and totally just trying to protect my friend who was blackout drunk. Um but yeah, it's uh it's a mix of being not fully covered up essentially, like there's but just very tailored, very put together, put together. I am, uh, how would you feel about being that person again, being formidable? I would like to be that person again. I want to be, uh, it's a, it's a presence of being formidable is, uh, just looking and and feeling like you can walk into a room and it's people will acknowledge you but it's not people will uh, being dismissed but also being kind of like don't it's like I I'm nice but don't mess with me Uh, yeah don't (laughs) fuck with me um yeah that's kind of that's Mm -hmm. kind of what I would like to that's terrible I'm like what does that say about me um do I I
1: think it's awesome
0: I, it's, I think it's um, awesome yeah it's very uh
1: be nice to me don't mess with me and we'll be fine
0: yeah we'll be fine and it's like but I and if you're my friend I'll probably be your bodyguard on the on the down low um yeah, it, yeah it's it's kind of that need to just feel not a, not necessarily in control just kind of like a not a pushover either. I exactly. I don't want to be a pushover. I don't want somebody to come into my eyeline and and think that just because I'm not not over not over five six, that it's just a reason to like come in there and push their way through and aggressively kind of insert themselves. I want mm-hmm. to have that level of don't uh you can come and say hello um but Mm -hmm. please uh if i tell you if i tell you to go away i mean it like it's Mm -hmm. if i tell you that you are not welcome this is this is not a test um Mm -hmm. this is a you either get an invitation into my space or you don't (laughs) so um and that goes that's also like that goes with setting heavy boundaries of Not just being nice. It's hard because, like, this. I I mean, I'm from I'm from San Francisco. I've had people call me the c word and a lot of other horrible things for setting up those boundaries, and that's on them. Yeah. But uh, it's very hard when you never know what people are going to turn into. But I would like to be able to give off that vibe of like, yeah, you can come sit with me. But if I if I get a bad Read off of you, I'm going to ask you to leave. And this is not a non negotiable, no negotiation of this. So, um, yeah, that's that is what I would like. All right. Yeah.
1: So, so that's one small step. That's one part of the exercise, right? Yeah
0: is one part of the exercise of getting myself to the point where i can feel like okay mm-hmm. it's like
1: even setting boundaries with how you look where it's like yeah. i'm not gonna hide i'm not gonna hide like, but this but I'm what not- i'm gonna do yeah,
0: yeah. There, there is a barrier around me um mm-hmm. you must be if you are a vamp a, a um a uh energy vampire you are not welcome you have to ask permission and you have to be invited in to be let in. Otherwise, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: I feel like that's more this person over here, right? The badass, yeah. uh, bat chick almost. Yeah, bat trying chick. Trying to uh-huh. kind of merge, merge those, right? By having her kind of start to set that boundary for herself, kind yeah. of start to practice more being this person. Yeah, yeah but doing so in a way that feels good, not fake. Because if you're fake, then we're going backwards.
0: Yeah, not fake and also not anxiety inducing, like not so um, anxious about it. Because if you're trying to put up boundaries with people and you have anxiety, they kind of crack. They're not, Mm -hmm. you're standing your ground more out of panic and not out of like, not out of yeah. they're always yeah, there's not out of strength yeah yeah i don't want to be always be in a state of panic about it. that's more than anything
1: so we're building more internal strength
0: which you already have we're
1: just expanding
0: that into different areas of your life yeah mm-hmm. bring it out instead of it. bringing it out into the world all the time instead of just for emergency purposes exactly yeah is, uh, it shouldn't always be an emergency that's more of it than anything yeah. so that's where we are yeah. today. how are you feeling I, I'm alright it's um it's a lot it's a lot of information it's cathartic to talk about it but it's also just like um I'm hoping that I can get myself to a point where it's like, this is not going to be so me dragging my feet. Like I just like, like the part of my personality to really just embrace that this has to be done. Not just a begrudgingly, like it has to be done. I've lived too, I've lived too much of my life in this state of fear all the time in some capacity or another to mm-hmm. uh, keep at this it's exhausting it is yes. it's exhausting that's a yes um and also it's, it goes back to the whole thing of if i want to be a coach the purpose is to practice what i preach yeah. not even preach just if I'm trying to help others, I have to be able to do this for myself as well. It can't just be Mm -hmm. a one-sided thing. Right.
1: That's how you lead.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So what do you want this next week to look like? What do you want to work on between now and next week? If anything, it could even be just marinate on this and come back and talk next week. Or what do you see going
0: forward? I'm going to mar- marinate on this is, is a good place to, to start for this part this week though, is as I marinate on that, I, I want to continue with the rest of the, the reason we're here, which is like the financial stuff and um, okay. go with start the, the focus this week. I hope we'll be doing more research on where to get out of Dodge. Um, as well as the um, the research on where, uh, not where, the not research either. I uh, opening up the the secondary savings. Those two were kind of the goals of the next week. My birthday is next week, so. what's the date the 20th the 20th okay August 20th Libra Leo how I ended up with a Libra Leo I don't understand
1: I think it's very fitting
0: yeah it it's that (laughs) weird my mother is a Leo my mother is a very like emotional cancer Leo and I am a very like balancing act that that literally one side always kind of trying to balance balance everything uh, i've yeah it's it's unusual i've only met a handful of people who have that as their their moon sign and their and their rising sign mm-hmm. um that are leos because it's usually the the constant view of a Leo, anyone is like, oh, they're really confident. they're cocky and they are, you know, vanity stricken. I'm like, if you only knew how not black and white, some of us can be. Um, I didn't get any of I didn't get any of the cockiness, like not out straight out the gate. Um Maybe some of the loudness when. When provoked. The, mm-hmm. the lioness um, side. The lioness okay. side. Definitely the the aggressive side when provoked. Um regarding someone else. But uh Yeah, I'm not um I'm not the flamboyant. I'm not the the type of Leo that's like, it's my birthday month. I'm like, is <laughs> no. Thank you. Maybe a weekend <laughs> is enough. I am not the the birthday month kind. I have friends that are like them like why 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 no i don't have time or money for this amount of celebrating you <laughs> sorry yeah um nice. yeah so in terms of
1: i know this is a little bit off topic of what we're talking about but in terms of the research on getting out of dodge mm-hmm. would it help to just focus on one this week
0: yeah of having think, all of them maybe um I think Amsterdam, the Netherlands is probably gonna be the first one. Cause I, Amsterdam? Yeah, let's try that first. Just to make it a little
1: bit more manageable of just yeah. doing one instead of must do all of them.
0: Right? Let's do all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to say that I would have that much time to do all of them. It'd be like a baby step in each direction. So no. Um let's just try one. Yeah, we'll try one and see what it's what that entails. Yeah. Okay, yes. all right. We're
1: wrapping up then, my dear. Is there anything else you would like to chat about? Anything you wanted to bring up and didn't get a chance to, or?
0: No, that's it. I think we covered everything. We covered everything, okay. Okay. and um, now I gotta go take care of my puppy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I
1: believe you listed on your contract that you were okay with these episodes being recorded.
0: Yep. So that's mm-hmm.
1: what we were talking about today. So I'm going to try then to get this uploaded as a podcast episode for you, like a okay. private podcast. Okay. Is there a streaming platform of choice that you prefer?
0: No, you can pick whichever one works best for you for the upload and I will just, I'll find it. huh.
1: Is there something you normally use? Like, do you listen, do you have like an iPhone or?
0: Yeah, I listen to Apple music, Apple podcasts a lot, um, but I also have Spotify, whichever one works. Okay, cool. Okay, all righty.
1: Well, I will let you know then. I'll send a follow-up and I'll let you know when that um, episode is live and you can go back and listen. So, all right.
0: Thanks, Lauren you're welcome all right have a good weekend
1: thanks you too T- i hope your puppy does well yeah i know I miss uh, barking her head off outside for, uh, <laughs> uh, i know that's my dog too <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> Dogs, <right>? yo. <laughs>
0: yeah they're like it you gotta entertain them that's what they're they're like that's what your purpose is is entertain me entertain me yeah. so
1: right? love me isn't that right honey aren't you whining
0: yes you've got two <laughs> You have two, but I, I got I one. Two. And she's a <laughs> Okay.
1: <enough>. <laughs> right. right. Well, good luck. Have a good Thanks evening. Awesome. I'll talk to you next right. week.
0: I'll talk to you right. next, right. you next week. Bye. Bye.